a special presentation of The Bellows, the 2017 Herald's Shamcast. Hello and welcome back to the Title Block, a podcast about Canadian theatre designers, their history and their craft, and I am your sham host, Michael Cruz. This is a special presentation of the 2017 Herald Awards held on June 13, 2017 at Buddies and Bad Times Theatre in Toronto. The crew of The Bellows was invited to record this year's award ceremony, which you'll be glad to know I have edited down into a tight one hour and 25 minutes and cut in interviews with inductees both old and new to break things up. Uh, as you will find out in the real Herald's tradition, the Bellows was duped, duped, I tell you, leaving quite surprised faces on Pip Bradford, Rebecca Hooten, Christopher Ross, Kevin Hudson, and myself. And now remember, if you need to be brought up to speed about the Heralds, go to the Herald Awards on Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash heraldawards and find a link to the great video about Harold Cantor made by Kirsten Johnson back in 2011. So, before you start heckling, let's get to the sham cast of the 2017 Herald Awards. Here comes the watermelon! So hi, we're here with Tom Arthur Davis. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Tom Arthur Davis. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the artistic director of Pandemic Theatre. I also work for The Fringe as the tent program director. And I'm also a two-time cracker eating contest champion. Whoa, so. that's, that's some very impressive uh, credentials. Uh, is this your first Herald? It is, I've never been before. Really? Yeah. I'm excited. I hear such fun things about it. What got you here tonight? Honestly, look, no, no one, nothing. I'm not being heralded. <laughs> I'm not trying to herald somebody. I'm just curious. Uh, so, what do you know about the heralds? Uh, I know Harold was like this guy who used to heckle at shows, and but people kind of like loved him and hated him at the same time. And then they started this award after he passed away to like honor the shit disturbers in theater, which seems awesome and way more fun than any other award show I've yeah. ever heard of. So that's why I wanted to come and see it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
name was Harold, a theater goer. He was a legendary man who came to indie theater and would bring the house down with his opinions. Now, whether relevant or not, he had a real melting pot of comments, long and loud. He'd make them big and proud in the middle of any show from within the crowd. He was Harold, man, myth, and legend. A heckler, but always was present. And this evening's awards bear his name, crowning the best of the indie six. Yes, his name was Harold. Now you know. This is the highest of indie honors. To leave tonight with an award says you've struck a perfect chord. And although we know who's going to get them, half the fun is getting you here without a single clue. Now you're an inductee to the theater legacy. Saying something that you've done is so unique and fun. This is the Herald's Herald's Award Show. As badass as indie theater can go. Once a year we get our shit together and give out some goddamn awards to some flipping awesome rich history and tradition. Now that you know some of it, my son, your next test will be to induct a heraldy. But first, oh. let me show you how it is done. May we please have the next slide? Oh, actually, my son, I think you are going first. Oh. Well, <laughs> I guess in the true spirit of indie theater, I'm going to wing it. You know, sometimes heraldies can't show up because they're so busy being successful. It's true. It's really hard out there considering the 18 jobs you have to work. Tis true, tis true. Tis too true, too true. But you're never alone out there. And, and, and last year, if... Uh, what's that thing in the, in the movie where I pull the memory out of my head? Yes. And I see here that I was awarded with someone. A gallant warrior. Is, is she there? In this murky landscape? The gallant warrior oh, named Claire the Burns? The gallant warrior is Claire Burns! Wow! Oh, I knew you were more than just a dream! Oh my god, I actually just finished Harry Potter and the Cursed Child today. So that's amazing. Anyway, uh, Harold. Yeah. So we won last year, and we wanted to award uh, two people that are very talented, very dedicated. So dedicated, in fact, that we couldn't get them to fuck here. So what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, where's my phone? Okay, this is where we're supposed to Oh, yeah, to we're supposed to take thing. a video of this. Uh, uh, okay. That's it. That's it. Harold is uh, <laughs> Thank you. probably do, uh, proof no. that you Sound. are part of a community and a lineage of crazy theater makers and supporters and administrators uh, who have committed themselves to this insane life of working in the theater with both uh, love and anger always going strong. Okay, so, that was it, right? so yes, that was Lorenzo uh, Savioni, and he was awarded, he was inducted in 2008. And this house that uh, we were 
uh, inducted into was the house of Lisa Ryder. Uh, and so, uh, tonight, we would like to, um, uh, we tonight we'd like to give the award to... Kelly Reed! And Oase Lightwalla! Yeah! yeah! These yeah. two people are so hardworking. They brought up uh, Theater Why Not. You know, that guy Revy did a bunch of stuff, but <laughs> they are really the people behind the madman. And, you know, we just can't say enough about them. And unfortunately, they can't be here tonight. Uh, but we'll give you your award. See, you know. Yeah, yeah, come to my house. I'll give you your award. Your award. Hi. Thank you, everyone. Let's cheer for them, please. So we just, uh, we're just wondering from you, uh, what do you think makes a great heraldy? A, a great heraldy? I mean, like, I think it's someone who does something that there are no other awards for, but that should be lauded. Like, because there's so few things in our industry that actually get awarded that are fucking requirements to make it run. You know, it's beyond even administrators and producers. Sometimes they're like, like Harold himself. I mean, it's named after a theater goer that just really makes the community. So I like that. I think that it, the fact that it can be anyone, but someone who is sort of the oil that keeps us running that we often forget about. I think without further ado, shall yeah, we bring on the next house? Let's carry forward. Next house, please. There we go. House of Don McKellar. This is my house. I was inducted by the wonderful Christopher Wilson. Um, and I would like to show a video of the lovely Sharon Matthews, who is also in this house, talking about what so she loves. So I got my Herald Award back in 2010. <laughs> and uh, I got it just before I went on my very first cabaret tour of the world, the world. And I went to New York and Scotland and London, and I got it just before I went to New York. And I remember I took it with me in my suitcase, huge Aww. as it is, because um, being recognized by the Toronto independent theater community is the full on shit. And if the people on tour didn't like it, I realized I could just go like this. Yeah! <laughs> that right there is a prime example of the spirit of the Herald Awards. Um, so, Ben, can you be my Vanna White and pick out the Don McKellar one? I believe it's third, to just don't show who it is. Okay, so, firstly, thank you to those who helped me get my Herald inductee with, here without them having a clue about it. Uh, this person, for me, and many members of this community, embodies the entrepreneurial spirit that so often comes with producing theater, but I think that they take it a step further. Now. Whether producing, producing and writing, or producing, writing, and acting in their respective theater show or film project, they embrace the entire team wholeheartedly and make sure that everyone knows how much their hard work is appreciated. Now, I first worked with this individual on a play which they wrote and received an out, uh, the play received an outstanding new play Dora nomination, and it was recently published in the Canadian Theatre Review, and that same play is going on tour to the US in the fall, including a week in Las Vegas. <laughs> that play is The Money Tree. Now, I've had the great pleasure of working with this individual, I'm pretty sure he knows who he is by now, on his forthcoming project, A Gay Victorian Affair. Look for it at the inside out festival and he received another outstanding new play dora nomination for his most recent play birds of a feather please welcome to the stage the newest member of house of don mckellar my colleague and good friend robert watson yeah. 
I said to And I said to Andrew Lamb tonight, I said, You're just trying to trick me to get to the Herald Award tonight, thinking like I haven't done anything to deserve a Herald Award, let alone any award. Um, but thank you so much. Oh my god, I don't know what to say except um, you got me. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, moving right along, uh, this is the house of Alex Putch Golden. All right. A Harold Award was a way of celebrating the independent theater community uh, in response to the Doras at the time, which didn't seem to uphold the same ideas that the independent community did. So I and a bunch of other people got together and tried to forge a way forward that we would be able to honor ourselves and also put a different spin on it so that uh, people didn't know that they were nominated, but they were brought to the theater unbeknownst to themselves they would receive an award. Uh, it was a great way to celebrate ourselves and the craft that we were doing. Well said, sir. That's amazing. And you can see, you can see a, a testament of success to the theater creator is that he lives in a house with two stories. You notice there were stairs behind him. So, bang it. <laughs> now, now, last year's inductee was Julie Tepperman. So we can get her up to the stage. And she will tell us all about the, her inductee that she would like to. It's so, it's so exciting because um, I met Alex. I met you when I was 14 and you were 29. You guys could do the math. Doing a play. And so when I got my award last year, hold your heckle. Jacoba's gonna, this is my coming out party for those of you who haven't seen in a while, Alex. I am with child. Thank you, thank you. The, the DNA test should be coming back in a few days as anyone's guess who the father is. Alex, Ale House, of, House of Alex Posh Golden. Sorry, Aaron Willis. Okay. So embarrassing. <laughs> Whose DNA is in me? Okay. Um, I, I've been so excited for this moment. The moment I got this award, I knew exactly who I was going to give it to. I've been writing this speech in my head for a year. I wrote it down. Sorry, guys. Okay. Okay, I'll try to be fast. So. No, I haven't. I'm not a fuck. Boo. Okay. I first became aware of this remarkable person in about 2005 when mutual friends said to me, oh, you have to meet our friend. They are kicking ass in the theater and was recently featured in the Canadian Jewish News. And I thought, well, I haven't heard of him. And what Jew hasn't been in the Canadian Jewish News? Like, come on. So then when we met later that year, I'm like shaking, I'm so excited. When we met later that year, I was instantly impressed. This person exuded intelligence, professionalism, and warmth. And I remember thinking, wow, they're younger than me and so much smarter. And in the decade and a bit that followed, I am proud to call this person my friend and also a mentor. They have gone on to be one of my fiercest supporters and advocates. In particular, they have taught me a great deal about best practices in producing and artistic leadership. I've turned to them in a panic on several occasions for advice, advice around grants and budgets, the endless maze that is equity. And they've offered me, and thank you, they've offered me incredibly heartfelt and sound advice about negotiating deals and opportunities regarding the direction and growth of my own company, Convergence Theatre. They never hold their cards too close to their chest. They can help someone out by sharing context and by being, okay, they're the epitome of generosity. I'm gonna skip, I'll give this person the rest of the speech later. I have like two more paragraphs. I wanna keep you here until I go into labor. One more small paragraph. When I think, <laughs> 
this person has taught me and modeled for me the most, it is how to establish, it, establish and communicate core values to your team. It is with great pride and love that I bestow my herald upon the one, the only, Mitchell Marcus. God, I knew it right from the word Jewish. I, I knew it. Oh my gosh. Oh well, I'm. You know, I have to say, I, I'm totally surprised. Read Julie. I was like a little bit thinking that maybe it was coming from Tracy because I tried to get out of this today because I was hungover from the Tony party last night and. And Tracy gave me a weird excuse, and I thought, maybe I'm being tricked into going for Tracy, but I didn't see that coming. So thank you so much, Julie. I don't know what to say. I was reading on Twitter today, Daniel McIver's uh, Herald article came up, and it was really nice to read why he thought this was the only awards that matter. So thank you, Julie. Not so much for this honor, which is so um, really touching and amazing, but for the chance to now uh, spend my year thinking about who this is going to go to. Uh, I'm sure I will be cursing you in a year when I'm on yet another committee planning yet another event. Uh, but for tonight, I will just say uh, thank you so much. And I adore you. And thank you for this. All right. Next up on the docket, may we please have the next house. There we go. House, speaking of that article, the House of Daniel McIver. Yeah. And we've got a lovely video from Maxine Bailey from House of Daniel McIver. Good. Hi, I'm Maxine Bailey. I won this in 1997. One of the best things that ever happened to me. It's my Herald, it's a toy, it makes me happy, gives me joy, and it reminds me of the night that I got it. It was a surprise. Brian James surprised me. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Heralds. I'm so glad you guys are keeping it going. Yay. So fun fact about all the Herald Awards, every year they are different because it's a whole new set of inductees. Um, last year we had these fun little plastic H's. Uh, this year we've got like Harold's face, like Andy Warhol style. Ben will Vanna White it for you. Let's give a clap, claps for Andrea Battersby who designed them. They're pretty cool, right? Now if I could please bring to the stage Eloquence who I believe will be giving out the House of Daniel McIver Herald. Come on up, lady. I'm so glad this day came and that it's done. Oh my gosh. You don't really know how much it took to get this person here today because they're so dedicated to their, their craft. They actually had an improv workshop happening today and it was like, I need you here, I need you to be here. So that obviously gives away who it is. Um, this, this woman is not only a great friend of mine, but she, the person who uh, inducted me, Motion, um, and her are the two reasons why I'm in theater. I'm a DJ. I really, like this is a whole other world to me. So um, it's really important for me to sort of pass this on to her. And um, she's been a dedicated artist, actress, producer, writer, amazing writer. We just uh, wrapped up the emancipation of Miss Lovely. Um, she she has uh, obviously you know broken ground with the kink in my hair, and uh, working as a producer and a writer and an actress on that. And so 
I'm like, I can't, I can't talk right now because this is just too much for me, actually. I'm a DJ. Talk with my hands. I'm not gonna talk. I talk. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm heralding my good friend and the most wonderful woman that I know in theater and in life, Ngozi Paul. No, no, elo eloquence, eloquence. Wow, this is something wild to look at. Uh, huh. <laughs> Thank you, El. Thank you, Tova. And she could give me, you could give me the drink ticket. It's all yours, baby. It's all yours. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. This is nice. This is a big surprise. It was actually a surprise. I was actually quite angry with you. Yeah. Because I was going to improv class, which is my favorite thing to do. And she was like, I need you there. Don't ask me any questions. And I was like, she doesn't take my craft seriously. She doesn't understand it's work I'm doing. She thinks it's just a hobby. So, um, <laughs> showed me. <laughs> Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, hi, so I'm here uh, right now with Richard Perrin. And uh, Richard, what do you think makes a quintessential heraldine? Well, it's somebody who's been working in the business and has uh, done some stuff and made things work and got people excited about stuff. So that's great. That's usually uh, what it is. Can you tell us a little bit what, like, you were one of the initial heraldies. Yes. And can you tell us a little bit, like, what that ceremony was like, purely for research purposes? Well, yes, it was at the Cameron House, um, and uh, it was a. Uh, very excited crowd. Um, all the people, all the houses that are listed here, those people were there to present the awards because they were the people that actually founded the Herald Awards. Right. So I was uh, in the house of Paul Bettis. Paul Bettis yes. Now Paul couldn't make it that night, so actually Deanne Taylor uh, presented his award to me <coughs> on his behalf, and she read what he wrote about me. And uh, it was very nice. Um, so it was, very, it was a great honor. Um, and yeah, so all the uh, and, and so I was on the uh, the first kind of um, inherited committee. So that we had to be like, now we're in charge of the Heralds for next year. And I gave mine to Daniel Brooks. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, as, as Rebecca was mentioning beforehand, it's, you know, every year the awards are totally different, I, and, and there's no archive of them. It's neat, uh, the, as you watch the videos, some of the people still have their awards, and uh, some of them are... task for next year's Heraldies, get an entire archive of all Herald Awards. Well, it's just neat, you know, the, 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 the awards themselves represent the absolute ingenuity and resourcefulness of this community, and so I think it's really quirky, cool, and fun. Okay, uh, moving right along... We come to a new house up the hill, the house of Nadia Ross. Uh, and in which case, we'll show a video uh, of the 2010 inductee, Andrew Lamb. Andrew the Herald Lamb. Awards are an opportunity for the Toronto performing arts scene to herald all of those unsung heroes of our community. It's also an opportunity to celebrate this man right here. And sometimes when you're lucky enough to be heralded in the year when the puppet mongers are making the award, you end up with an award that 
perfectly represents what Harold would have done in your audience. <laughs> have Amazing. a lovely evening. <laughs> so, so I just wanted to add one thing. Andrew Lamb is actually the partner of Robert Watson, who was just un- inducted into the Herald. So, yay! Two houses, both alike. In yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right. We all know how it's that one goes. Everybody's in bad times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, no, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Let's bring Brian Quirt up here, who was last year's inductee, to talk about this year's inductee. Good evening, everyone. Um, it's a huge pleasure uh, on my part to thank you. Thank you. Um, it's my pleasure tonight to um, uh, herald a playwright and an actor that I have huge respect for. It's someone who has amassed a, an amazing range of credits, including, and these are all fairly recent, but uh, Young People's Theatre, Stratford, Factory, Banff. Cahoots, Summerworks, uh, Beat Current, um, trained at uh, National Theatre School, and uh, in recent years was a playwright in residence at my own company, Night Swimming. But it's the range and depth of this person's commitment to our community that I want to honour tonight, in addition to their strength as a writer and as an actor. Um, they are already a really a fantastic mentor who are inspiring younger artists uh, across our communities and I believe is going to be one of the leaders of the performing arts community in the future. And that person is Jeff Ho. Sahar, I, Sahar is the friend that tricked me to coming here. I hate you, and I love you. So thank you. And thank you to Brian. The whole time I've been sitting here, I owe my dramaturg a play. So the whole time I've just been trying to save my skin and try to like be like, oh, I gotta deliver a draft. So I am here now, so thank you for the Herald, and I'm gonna shut up and... I'm gonna write a play! Sahar Bojani. And, uh, and you got this lovely gentleman to join us here at the Herald this evening. I did. Me and Jeff go back, gosh, to theater school at our days at NTS. And uh, I learned how to be direct from him. So when Brian asked me to get him here, I was like thinking of all these elaborate stories. But I'm like, hey, why don't I just be direct like Jeff is? So I told him that he has to be my date because I'm scared of this thing. I told him I'm accepting an award on someone's behalf. And uh, he said yes, because he's a good friend. And uh, he actually showed up, so I'm really happy. What a lovely gentleman. That is so lovely. So next up, we have the Barbara Fingerout Award for Volunteering, a fabulous, fabulous award. Uh, Now, do we have the video for this one? Okay, I'm Barbara Fingerout, and I was shocked when I received a volunteer award named after me at Harold's a few years ago, because I thought I was free and clear, but I'm very honored and thrilled, and I love the people who have received it subsequently. Thank you, volunteers, for being so terrific. (laughs) And Barbara's right here! Front row! Front row! She actually... uh, she called in advance to reserve a front row seat because she's the best. Woo, woo, woo! Now if I can uh, welcome Valerie. 
Page. She was last year's inductee into the Barbara Fingerroad Award. Um, <clears throat> I didn't realize I was going to have to give a speech. So um, the person who's receiving this award, um, it was one of those kind of gobsmackingly obvious things. You know, I'm thinking, who are we going to ask? Who are we going to ask? Who are we going to ask? And then when the name came up, it was kind of like, oh, of course. Of course, you know, not seeing it because it was right there. And um, this is someone who, as is required for this award, has given countless, countless hours. I know that because I keep crossing this person's path. And when I don't cross their path, I see their name written down on the sign-in sheets that we do at various theaters, and it's there. And usually it's hours and hours of service. Um, there's no nepotism involved in this award. I want you to know that, okay? Um, I know that, that 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 is somewhat of a concern in this day and age about people keeping things in their family. But this one definitely is all in the family. And I had the opportunity to learn a great deal about Harold uh, firsthand from the gentleman who's going to be heralded tonight, who is the nephew of Harold. This year's recipient of the Barbara Finger Volunteer Award is Don Kendall. was I didn't have to trick him at all. He already reserved his front row seat because he comes whenever he can. Yeah, I, I, I'm here representing the family and I've got other family members here as well. And, uh, and this is such a thrill because Harold used to drag me out <laughs> to shows all the time. And he'd phone up and he'd say, uh, meet me at the Palmerston Theatre, at, the, at the Palmerston Library. I said, what the hell am I going to the Palmerston Library for? And he'd say, because there's a theater there and we're seeing a show tonight. I said, I've got grading to do. He says, that's why you should come to the theater. So when I stopped teaching and grading papers and all that other crap, I decided that I would spend as many nights in the theater as Harold did. But I'll, I'll never make it because there aren't 400 nights a year. <laughs> So this is such a pleasure to carry on the candle tradition. Um, the, the, the thing that he taught me most of all, other than to, to really respect what theater artists are doing, was to sit quietly and shut up. <laughs> you think I was never there, right? And, 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 um, and not participate. He, he was... He was just a fine example of a theater person, okay? So, let me, let me just say, I'm absolutely thrilled to carry on the tradition and to be part of this wonderful theater community in Toronto. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, moving on. We are now visiting the house of Kristen Johnson. Oh, Kristen Johnson. Oh. Fabulous fact. Cool. Painted the painting of Harold that we have. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. So we'd like to play a video from the inductee from Aviva. From uh, 2000 and. Hi everyone. This is my Harold Award. 
It's a magnet. <laughs> Piece of a larger picture of Harold. And here it says, is there a doctor in the house? Apparently that was something he would scream out. I was heralded in 2005. It's an honor because it's not an acting award, but it doesn't mean you're not an actor. I got a herald because I was working in theater and I was working my ass off like all of us do in theater. And it's nice to be recognized for working your ass off. And it's nice to be heckled with love, great, amount, great amounts of love. So I heckle you, <laughs> you people. So that was Aviva Armour Ostrov. <laughs> uh, so last year's inductee uh, is a very exciting individual that I've worked with many, on many, many occasions. Her name is Angela McQueen. Please come to the stage. I'm very excited to be able to present this award. And um, unfortunately, last year I wasn't able to be here to receive my award, but I was heralded pretty hard over Periscope, which was pretty cool. Um, and I was like laying in bed eating frozen blueberries recovering from my hangover, and it was really awesome. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I knew also right away when I got this who I wanted to herald because um, she's an incredible artist, amazing human being, um, has worked super, super hard on so many different productions for Storefront Theater and Theater Bruhaha, and has built some incredible costumes and sets, and is also... Um, just a really amazing human being to work with. Um, and I can't name the shows and everything because I forget everything when I'm in front of one of these weird things. I can't, I don't even know if I'll remember her name. Who is it? <laughs> Holly Lloyd. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Slightly frightening. Um, thank you. I, I love you. <laughs> Thank you for forcing me to come here, because I was definitely going to try and work. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm bad at public speaking. Thank you, Holly. Uh, the night that Paul, uh, the week that Paul Bettis died, after, uh, buddies in the main space held a memorial for Paul Bettis, and we agreed at the memorial service for an entire week in all of the indie theater community, instead of clapping a curtain call, we said Paul Bettis, Paul Bettis, Paul Bettis. And that's why I was chanting Paul Bettis tonight, because it's instead of applause. People don't know that and they don't remember that, but there was an entire week in the city of Toronto at every indie theater, instead of clapping your hands at curtain call, you said Paul Bettis, Paul Bettis, Paul Bettis. So that's an important history that you need to know. That's great, thank you. We have, please God, let me say this right, Yakova Kanapin. Yeah! Woo! Thank you. Okay, can we have a video from Sue Edworthy? What is a herald? I was thinking about this last night uh, before we filmed this morning, and my first thought was a herald is on the shelf in my dining room for people to admire. Um, a herald is something that symbolizes community. A herald is something beautifully made for, for people in arts and culture to know that you're part of that community. I think that's what a herald is. 
Nice. Uh, if, we, if we can bring up Jib Paris Ram. Jib, do we have a Jib? Do we have a Jib? Yeah, come on up. Jib. And he will be inducting his Harold. Harold Eve. It's okay, Yakoba. we have ethnic names. We know how that goes, right? Community. They actually did say my name right, which is impressive, so. Uh, okay. So it is my pleasure to be heralding uh, some folks, actually some folks, because I think what's cool about this house is that it's often a lot of people who you don't really see around. I mean, yeah, you fucking see them. Uh, especially when they're this visible, right? Um, so, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that one meant either. Um, anyway, so uh, there's a group of people, um, and they've been doing this cool thing for the past like couple years, and I think it's, uh, it's really worth mentioning them. What they do is basically like structure these meetups, and they're like these, Sessions you can get together with uh, other like-minded people. They're often um, for a part of the industry that we don't spend a lot of time, you know, focusing on. It tends to be towards design and towards production. Uh, they're so dedicated that they actually showed up tonight thinking they were podcasting it. Um, so that's Pip Bradford, Rebecca Hooten, Kevin Hudson, Michael Cruz, Christopher Ross. They're called the Bellows, and they're fucking amazing. You coming down? Come on down, man. Come on down. I called this. I called this. This is actually. Yes, I know you called this. I called this. I just need everybody to know this. I called this. Yes, well, everyone knows the best way to get us anywhere is to make us work a thing. Hello. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, everybody. Really, production is one of those weird things where your job is best done if you are least seen. Uh, so things like this where we get recognized for the work that we do, whether, uh, and that's why we started The Bellows, really, is to have a place where those people could all come and we could all talk together and be together. And uh, anyways, it's, it's super meaningful. Uh, and it's really important to me. And, and I'm just, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, we have two members who are not here today, but they are equally as important uh, to this. Uh, so that's Christopher Ross and Kim Hudson. I think that Jib said that while we were recording yeah, podcast wanna, stuff about how we just got uh, Yeah, Harold. probably that happened. That's actually what happened. Michael, do you want to add something? Uh, uh, the nights like this is why there are limiters on my, uh, my recording equipment. Uh, I was, not, not, just not just like you. I was heralded in 2011 already, so this is my second herald. Yeah! yeah. Someone's an overachiever. That's, that's ridiculous. Anyways, so thanks. That's great. <laughs> Anyways, that's all we have to say. Thank you. Goodbye. It's intermission. Go pee. Come talk to us. We're uh, Pip Bradford and Rebecca Hooten, and we are currently interviewing uh, Chris Ross and Michael Cruz, who are basically just us. Welcome to uh, the table that has your herald on it. That's fantastic. For those of us, uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, the table now has the herald on it. So that's great. Um, how how do you feel, Michael, about being this, this being your second Herald? Uh, I think it's funny that uh, I won more awards after I stopped working in theater than when I was working in theater, which is hilarious. So, uh, yeah, no, it's really ridiculous, actually. It's just ridiculous. Good news. Good answer. Yeah.
So I think the Heralds are such an interesting evening. I was part of the Duke to get Rebecca here for her award last year. Uh, Christopher Wilson got in touch with me and we, we came up with this scheme to make her believe one of her friends was getting the award so that she would come. And it's that concept. There's an irreverence to the awards that no other award ceremony I have ever come across has. And I think that's so interesting. I was just talking with Ben Blaze about the what is a Harold. He was talking about his prep that he did for hosting. And we both agreed they're so ephemeral. I'm not sure any one person in the audience tonight could actually tell you this is what a Harold is. Other than it's a really cool thing for really cool people who make theatre in the indie community. And that's a group of people who are not recognized enough for what they do, for the time they put in, the commitment they give to all of these projects. And so, I mean, my reception this year is exactly the same as my reception last year, which is, here's an awesome bunch of people getting recognized for their work, and that's great. I, I can only agree that the, as the evening has progressed, it's been more and more apparent how much people love each other and respect each other, and it's, yeah, it's been a, a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, absolutely, and you have these people coming up who have no idea they're getting an award, and they range from people who are, you know, there's, there's award winners amongst them already, but who are getting it for a different style of work to people who... We had one of our, uh, uh, the Haroldies from last year who presented this year who went up and said, I'm a DJ. You can hear her music in the background right now. And she's not in theater, but she does just enough that it's important that she's recognized for that. And this gave her the opportunity last year, and now she gets to pass that on to somebody else and now has done. And that's awesome. Absolutely. There are, there are too many people in indie theater. And it's, I mean, you can never recognize everybody that deserves it. And everybody who works in indie theater puts so much heart and soul and time into this. And I think, you know, well, at, at least here we can say, you know, congratulations to, I don't know, 17, 18, 20 of them, however many it is. That's great. I love it. Uh, we've got... Um a special award coming up. So this award is chosen by the same people every year. Um, can we get our slide, please? The Ken McDougall Award. Now, here to tell you, instead of a video, here to tell you a bit about the award is Evelyn Perry. Come on up. Thank you. So, um, are there folks in the room who knew Ken McDougall? Yeah. Well, this is, I think, a very beautiful thing in this community that we've, that we keep people alive, people that we lost too soon. And uh, this award was established in 1995, named after Ken McDougall, who was uh, a director, an innovator, and a real supporter of emerging artists and emerging directors. He died at the age of 44, and Buddy's Theater Pass Mariah and Platform 9 came together to create an award in his name. It's a cash award, um, so it's one of the fancier prizes here tonight. Comes with $1,000 attached to it. And what's that? <laughs> and maybe a drink ticket. Uh, so, Platform 9 has now actually bowed out of the award. It's just Theatre Pass Ryan Buddies uh, partnering this year. But, well, we could, we could boo or we could graciously allow them to step back and... <laughs> I'm just giving you the goods, okay? So, Buddies and Pass Mariah have gotten together. 
That's right. That's what I like to hear. Yes, Andy McKim, I think is, I don't know, is he on holiday? Well, Jiv could come up. Jiv, why don't you call him on up? That would be awesome. So let me introduce the winner of this year's Ken McDougall Award, Jim, Jiv, <laughs> Paris Ram, who has been selected as the emerging director. <laughs> Now, <laughs> he got a drink ticket with his award, as well as this nice check. That's an acknowledgement of Jiv's uh, incredible work and incredible, uh, the, the future that we see in Jiv, uh, an emerging director who's made a big impact on the landscape here. I'm gonna just read you a little part of his bio. Um, that was pretty good, eh? That was a pretty good surprise. So, Jiv is a multidisciplinary artist, researcher, and facilitator of Indo-Caribbean descent. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that punctuation for the rest of this. He's worked extensively with a wide array of companies and collectives throughout Toronto and Canada. He's a founder and artistic producer of Pandemic Theatre, a co-founder a co of Collective Studio and Event Space, a, a core member of the Wrecking Ball, so he says, and a member of the Ad Hoc Assembly. He's been contributing, a contributing author for publications including The, the Leveler, cbc.ca, Canadian Theatre Review, The Spiderweb Show, and is published with Playwrights Canada Press. He was part of the 2016 cohort of the Cultural Leaders Lab with the Arts, Toronto Arts Council and Banff Centre, so he says. And uh, what else can I tell you? So many things. Past committee and public services include the Canadian Commission for UNESCO, so he says. for the Toronto Arts Council, the Royal Commonwealth Society, so he says, and the province of Nova Scotia. Anyway, we are super pleased to be giving the award to Jiv, and let's have another round of applause. Uh, thanks. Bye. Can't get away. One more year. You're planning the ceremony. So... Um, with all this celebration, it's, it's, it's important to remember what, you know, what we've done, the people that have helped us get to where we are, and, and the people that have helped create this community, and the people that are no longer with us today. And this year, we lost someone very important to this community, uh, someone who I'm sure touched everybody here. Um, uh, his name is John Kaplan. And so we wanted to take... We wanted to take a moment to, to recognize him and, and speak about him and, and, and just sort of try and touch base, I suppose. So uh, Rebecca and some others have a number of stories that they'd like to tell. So I thought it was very fitting for me to start this off because I sat across from John at last year's Heralds. <laughs> Uh, as everyone knows, John was a big fan and a big supporter of the Heralds. He would write an article in Now Magazine, I think almost every year. Um, 
and uh, would be the first to start heckling, I might, I might mention. Um, and so I, what was kind of cool was uh, all my friends had sat at this table with him. Uh, I had no clue what was going on, that I was going to be heralded. And obviously, he was in on the secret, because uh, when Chris started talking about me, like me and stuff like that, uh, my face just got wider and wider, and John just went, oh, bless her face. She didn't know. <laughs> And, and then, like, that confirmed it. I was walking up on the stage, and I just thought it was so cool to just sort of uh, hear a bit uh, from someone who's been to all these Herald Award ceremonies, and um, he just sort of, at the end of the night, um, when things were wrapping up, he was just sort of telling us about some funny moments and things like that. Uh, so on that note, I would like to bring to the stage Julie Tepperman and Brian Quirt to speak further about John. Come on up. Thanks, Rebecca. Um, when I think of John, um, I think of him kind of as the anti-herald. He's kind of herald without all the shouting. But um, like, uh, like Harold, he was, um, and I think it's appropriate, like spectacularly appropriate that we speak to, to him tonight. And, and I wanted to say that this photograph, which has been so prominent in the last month or so, is so beautiful. And I don't know who took it, but it's, thank you. It's really a spectacular photo of John. Um, but like Harold, uh, John was loyal. Um, he was always there, or indeed he was always there and here with us. Um, he was a fan. Uh, and like Harold, he had a lot of opinions. But unlike Harold, uh, John shared them generously, uh, softly, uh, thoughtfully, uh, and uh, supportively with all of us, both in person and, of course, in print. Um, like many of you, I stood in a lot of lines with John and a lot of lobbies over many years, 25 years of lining up for shows with John at the Fringe or at the Fringe Tent or in lobbies all around this city. Um, and I loved chatting with him. And uh, what I loved about him most, in fact, in those lines was not talking about the theater, although, of course, he loved to do that. But um, the thing we ended up talking about most was about traveling. And John brought the same perceptiveness and intelligence and gentleness and uh, carefulness and love of beauty and love of new experiences to his travels. And it turned out we had been to some of the same places, so there'd be uh, the, the opportunity to compare notes about those places and to have his gentle wisdom uh, uh, about those places um, shared in these lineups as we had the anticipation of going into another show it was um, a, a beautiful and lasting memory of John. Uh, and the last time I saw him appropriately was um, after a show of mine that I directed at Young People's Theatre this spring. And the fact that he was there, in retrospect, uh, seems like a bit of a miracle and, and is in itself really moving. Um, because he came up to us afterwards and talked to me and, and talked to the playwright Anita Majumdar. Um, because he was never afraid to talk to us about our work. Um, he was never afraid to separate or to, to, to not have to separate his enthusiasm for what we do, the things that we made, for the, the, the efforts we took to tell these stories. Um, it was all the same to him. Um, it was an accumulation of peoples and stories, just like the heralds are, that he loved. And um, he, was, he, he steadfastly refused to separate that and us from the rest of his life. And I think that's a remarkably beautiful thing. Uh, and I know, like many of you, I'm missing him a great deal. Thank you. I'll be briefer than I was. Um, 
I, yeah, I met John. I mean, everyone has, everyone in this room, we're like preaching to the converted, right? Everyone has a really beautiful, memorable story, and it's so great to be able to keep telling these stories. And it occurred to me how sad it is that when I, I drop in occasionally and teach at a bunch of different theater schools throughout the year, um, and when I mention his name, there may be a time a few years from now where the new batch of people coming out of high school and going into theater school may not recognize it, and I'll have to find a way of describing Laughable. to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I will immerse them in his beauty, you know, and try to explain what a loss it is to our community and, and what he represented and how we should all strive to those heights in terms of um, criticism and constructive criticism and, and just love and generosity. I, unbeknownst to me, when I was in theater school, he saw all four of our shows in our final year. Like, he didn't have enough to see and review. Like, he wasn't reviewing them. He was just seeing them because he loved to be amongst that energy and maybe, you know, like, you know, catch the up and coming people and to be able to then, in those fringe lines, et cetera, be able to engage with them. And the first show that I did right out of theater school that summer was with Shakespeare in the Rough. And it's, you know, it's a park, and you're afterwards everyone's around and striking, and I just see this like this awkward kind of man being very shy, hanging around a tree, just kind of looking at me, and I'm like, <laughs> it's just like really off-putting. And then he slowly makes his way over to me, and I'm with props, and there are no other actors around, and, I'm, and he says he enjoyed the show and thanked me for my work, even though I had like no lines. <laughs> it was like an extra, you know, but he was so, it didn't matter, he was so kind. And then he started, talking to me about all my work in theater school and asking me about some of my experiences playing this and that part in that show and this and that. And I was like, who was the stalker exactly? <laughs> and so I was like, maybe a little bit rude. I don't know, I was thank you, thank you. Just trying to get out of it. And then I went back to where the other actors were and they're like, you were talking to John Kaplan for so long. What did he say to you? And I was like, what the fuck? That's John Kaplan? Because up until that point, I'd just known his name from you know, treating Now Magazine on Thursdays like the Bible of theater, and I'd been reading his reviews forever. Um, and then it was a privilege to get to know him even personally over the years, and once I got over you know, that weirdness we all have of like, should I be talking to a reviewer, should I be? And then I'm so glad that I got over that, as so many of us had that wonderful experience of getting to know him and Don, his husband, personally, and hearing about you know, being able to talk to the full human, not just about theater and then to be able to bring him in to the theater school classes where I was teaching and hear him speak with such great love and integrity about theater. He was like you know, an encyclopedia, and it's such a loss. But thank you for, for bringing him back in the room tonight. Thank you. Uh, thank you for those, for those kind words. And, and um, I don't know. I'm not sure if you guys heard. There's another award ceremony in town called, called the Doras. It happened. Uh, it's a it's a, an award ceremony. They award theater. But uh, I I know I know that I know that uh, that this year they have now uh, to recognize the um, oh it's gone. But to recognize John and and for all he did, they have renamed the Audience Choice Award the John Kaplan Award, and I think that that is fantastic. So, so if you like, please join uh, us on the 26th at the Elgin to, to see the first recipient of the John Kaplan Audience Choice Award. Yeah. Yeah. Be there or be, be square. There. And maybe, maybe we can all just take a minute and all together say, we love you, John. We love you, John! Hi. Uh, so we are talking to... Jujube Mandiella. 
who is still the artistic director of Be Current. Nah, since March 31st, that's now the post of Miss Catherine Hernandez. Oh! From September 2013 till March 31st, 2017. And and now what are you doing? Now I'm still acting. Now I'm figuring out what my life will be. What do you think makes a quintessential heraldy? What makes a quintessential herald? Um, heralding or the event? The person who gets heralded. Oh, I think it's definitely someone who has a breadth of work, even if it's only over a few years, like Jeff Ho, or many, many years, like Andrew Scott, um, who, uh, in Andrew's own words, like keeping their head down and running around and making the scene, like making moves. And as someone who's really, com- more than anything, someone who's really committed to theater. Because I think, like, obviously, like, there's a volunteer award and there's other people who uh, who are behind the scenes, obviously, doing awards. And I think it's just your commitment that really gives you the credit to be heralded. Because it's like, we love you and we want to appreciate you. You may not get appreciation in other places. We want to appreciate your commitment. That's amazing. How were you tricked? How were you tricked into yeah. being here? So I was tricked really interestingly. It was only like a few days before the Herald. I was then our director of the current and I'd gotten an email. It's like, come after the Herald. It's only $10. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. Mm, nah, I don't want to go. <laughs> and so I didn't respond, didn't tell anyone anything. And then a few days prior to it, uh, Kawa Ada, who gave me my Herald, he was like, hey, uh, I'm giving my person. She's about to be a mother. Um, I was our assistant director on a show that her and Kawa did at Factory. And so I was like, oh, damn, of all the people, no. And I almost said no. I waited a full day, which is unusual for me in terms of texting. So I was like, I don't really want to go anywhere on Monday. It's really close to my birthday. And I was like, I just want to stay home. But then he messaged again. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Okay. And then I show up and he's like, yeah, you can have a comp and a few, you can bring a few friends. And I pumped. I'm like, that's any friends. You heard it here first. I know. And then uh, when I get there, I'm like, this is weird. I'm seeing people I know. Who, why would they be here? Like co-workers and like resident artists would be current. And like my mom would come with me and she doesn't like going to anything. And no, like, no, accurate. So I sit down and I'm like, where's Mako? Where's Mako? How is she late for her own award? I'm like, god damn it. And then Kawa starts doing a whole speech and at one point he's like, eight seasons of Degrassi and I literally look around another Degrassi person because I still don't believe it's me. I do a double take, like a spit take. I've never done a spit take in my life. And so like when it, he finally says my name, I just go up and I'm like, thank you. And I left. <laughs> I was in shock. Yeah, totally do. I like it. I like it. Um, just while we're uh, taking a pause here, I just wanted to thank some people. Some of the heraldies of this year that uh, are currently doing things right now as we speak. We've got Mel up in the booth. Wave, Mel. Uh, this beautiful slide was created by her. We've got Leah on social media, in case you're wondering how we mysteriously have been announcing everyone who's winning. So she says. Um, of course, and me- everybody this year was so helpful. Everyone did their respective job, but just wanted to shout out people that are still working. All right, next up. Uh, next up, uh, uh, did someone ask who made the awards? Oh, we did say it before, and we're going to say it again. The beautiful awards were created by the one and only Andrea Battersby, right here. Take a bow, madame. Are the awards autographed? Are the awards autographed? Ms. Angozi's award was autographed. 
Well, I don't know if all of them. You'll have to go and find, find the designer. Ah, okay. Yeah, the house of Daryl O'Donnell. All right, so we've got a video. Mr. Chua has given us a video. So, what are the Herald Awards? Well, I guess to me, the Herald Awards are, well, I guess a celebration. A celebration of Toronto's independent theater community. Uh, a community that's filled with incredible, talented, passionate, dedicated, determined artists, uh, and those people who work alongside them. Uh, it's a community that I am incredibly proud to be a part of. And that's it. Happy Heralds. Profound, profound as always. Uh, so to present this award, uh, I'd like to bring up last year's inductee, which is Tracy Mikalidis. Hey guys, I wanna say thank you. I wasn't here last year to uh, receive my award, so it's great to be here. I was given the award last year um, by Douglas and Alan Mawson, who are great supporters of the theater, who gave a lot of money to the Charlottetown Festival. Their mother, Elizabeth Mawson, um, 20, 24 years ago, I played at Anne with an E at the Charlottetown Festival. And Elizabeth Mawson played Marilla for 31 years. It was incredible to get to work with her and just to feel like you were part of something bigger and you know the people that came before you and to fill in those shoes. Amazing. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I got, even being part of the awards tonight, like the Tonys were last night, but tonight, like Julie Tepperman, Bette Midler has nothing on you. Really, you put her to shame. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, so my, um, the person I'm going to give my award to, I was first, uh, I heard about her from one of her um, equally talented sisters, and then I got a chance to do uh, Outside the Marches, Mr. Burns, a post-electric play, and this gal was the musical director, and I got to work with her then, and then I was, um, I got her to be in the jury for the musical works to help uh, me pick some new musicals, and I was so admiring of her grace and her intelligence, and then I heard her music and her lyrics, and I was floored. And I've gotten a chance to work on some of it, and of course she collaborated with Catherine Cullen in Stupid Head at Theatre Pass Marai, and I want to award my herald this year to the amazing, funny, beautiful Britta Johnson. Can I surprise you? I, I really got got. That's uh, okay. <laughs> I I got very got, and uh, I'm <laughs> I'm very uh, uh, grateful to be here, and grateful for all of you, and very grateful for Tracy and Mitchell Marcus again, who was already recognized this evening. But um, that, wow, okay, uh, great. Uh, thanks so much. Have a great night. This is amazing. All right. Okay, so next up on the docket, we have the house of Deanne Taylor. Um, now, uh, we have a wonderful video of Christopher Stanton. What are the heralds? Well, the year uh, I was heralded by Brendan Gall, uh, my award was uh, a mask, a paper mache mask that uh, Teodoro uh, Dragonieri designed 
uh, a fellow heraldee, um, and it, it was paper mache that was made of, like the actual paper was uh, scripts that I had been involved with. Uh, and then our cohort, uh, when we were tasked with designing the award, uh, Anne and David Powell of Puppet Mongers made uh, uh, an award that was a, a big hand that you could then pull a string and it would give you the, the finger. That sort of, in a nutshell, I think defines what a herald is. Uh, but frankly, it, a herald, the award itself could be a, a live cat with a vibrator up its ass and it would still be a million times better than that fucking sad clown. That's my two cents. Amazing. Um, so <laughs> we've got two people that were heralded last year under the house of Deanne Taylor. So if I could bring up Leah, who's been on the social media, and Andrea, who created the awards you see this year. Are you just going to go first? May I first and foremost bring up Andrea? Hi. Thanks for being here. Um, well, you know, we've talked a lot about community, and it definitely takes a village. It takes a village and it takes a family to make all this magic, right? We're all in it together. So I'm really happy to um, uh, pass on and induct into my house um, a very special person who is part of my history with theater. He's my matchmaker with my current um, uh, colleague and best friend and uh, a big reason that I'm involved in theater in the, the, in the amazing way that I am today. He's also passing theater on to the next generation, which is really important. Uh, he's amazing, super talented, super smart, and we nearly got busted, but he's all the way here from really far away, and his wife is in the room, and I'd like to herald James McKernan. <laughs> I have, to, I, ha I have to tell the truth, Andrea. You did almost have me. So I, I really, okay. So I was at my parents' house. I was staying over because I moved out of the city. Staying over tonight and uh, I had, uh, I got a call from Bob Lomo, great painter, great person. And he called me last night and said, so that awards uh, ceremony that uh, where Andrea is winning an award is tonight or tomorrow. Uh, Monday night, and I said, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'll just come, I'll stay over, do stuff in Toronto the next day. And uh, so I had plans, I came out, I'm at my parents' house, and I, and I decided to take a nap, and I woke up a bit, and I was like, oh, what time do I have to be there? So I, I hit the internet, and 2017 Herald Awards came up. Last year's winner, Andrea Battersby, is, and I was just like, ah. Oh. And then I was like, so why am I going to an award show with, she's, they're not giving it to me. And so I'm like, I'm driving down here and I'm thinking, so what would I say? I have no idea what I'm gonna say, but I, I'm not really winning an award. And then I'm driving on Alexander, and I see my wife walking down the street. <laughs> she came from Coburg also. So at any rate, I first met Andrea, uh, it has to be over 20 years in, uh, ago when uh, we were both uh, very junior, carpenter and painter, uh, working with um, wonderful people <laughs> in film. 
and, um, uh, and I have known her since. She worked at my scene shop when I had a shop independently. I was lucky enough to be able to introduce her to Bob. She's a wonderful person, a fantastic artist, and I just finished a show with her where she made five sculpted heads. <laughs> and I got to keep three of them, and now I have four of Andrea's sculpted heads. Thank you very much. And now if we can have the wonderful Leah up on the stage. Uh, so this next award, the second half of Deanne Taylor, it really takes two of us to herald this person. So this is Phelan Johnson. Um, and so I will just begin while we get our technical stuff. Uh, I met this person in 2003 when I started my first job in theater in Toronto at Native Earth Performing Arts. And who knew we would still be talking to each other? Uh, this person's a dramaturge, a director, one of the finest playwrights I know. Her work always makes me laugh cry, which is my favorite kind of work. And no, it's not Yvette Nolan. Fucker. <laughs> it's you, it's you, Fallon Johnson! <laughs> I told her we were gonna Skype in Yvette Nolan like, for this how award. How is this possible? I was like, I don't know how this is gonna work. I was like, how is this possible? How are we, and I wrote a fucking speech. <laughs> ah, you cunt. <laughs> That, right? Um, I'll, I'll send a, vet the, a speech anyway. Um, thank you. This is so lovely. And yeah, I was like, oh fuck. I had, a, I had an oh fuck moment while I was sitting there and I was like, wait a minute, all these people are getting tricked. Am I sitting here getting drunk, being tricked, and then I'm going to be forced to go on stage and say something pro? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you, Leah. Um, this, is, this is really awesome. Thank you. <laughs> the classic dupe. That was done last year as well. It's quite an impressive feat. It's, it's so fun to watch the people awkwardly accept these awards. It's just so wonderful. <laughs> uh, so, the next house is the house of Paul Bettis. Now, for this one, we do not... So for this one, we do not have a video, but we would like to bring up last year's inductee, Mel Hay. Yeah! I couldn't get my person here. Uh, I tried. I tried really hard. Um, I'm not really great at uh, lying, so I just said, uh, person, I am terrified of theater people, of being in an entire room of them for an evening. Can you come and support me? And, and they said yes. And they just said yes, and that's, that's what they're like. They didn't ask any questions. They didn't ask, like, why would you be trying? Like, they just said yes, because they knew I needed support. And that's what they're like. I can't tell you how many times this person has come to me when I feel like I've said something wrong. They have taught me so much about advocacy, about being there for people. This person is Cole Alvis. And I know I'm not the only one that Cole has been there for. They're a brilliant performer. They're an amazing advocate, an incredible theater artist, and I'm lucky to know them, and I think we all are lucky to have them part of our community. Yeah. Thank you, Cole. Okay. All right. Home stretch, kids. Uh, next house we have... Oh, oh, right. 
Good, someone else. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Who's also manning the lights and the sound? Hands up for Ashley. Um, also, actually, just before we dive in, uh, somebody else who's been around the room, uh, we had a photographer tonight, so hands up for David Kingsmill, please. <laughs> Conveniently, my husband. Um, all right, so, House of Sherry Johnson. And we've got a video from Marjorie Chen. Hi, I'm Carrie Sager. Oh, nope. No, we don't. I received my Herald in 2002 from my very good friend, Carrie Master David Hoekstra. Flip was just over 10 years old then, but I had been doing theater PR in Toronto for about 15 years already. <laughs> Three or four of those years, I shared an office with David at Equity Showcase Theater. What is a Herald, you ask? To me, receiving a Herald meant I had arrived. It meant that I was accepted as and considered a meaningful member of Toronto's amazing theater community. Thank you, David. Thank you, Harold, who I do remember. Thank you, the Heralds, and congratulations to all winners, past, present, and future. That was Carrie Seger. I skipped a line. This is so small. Uh, okay, if I can uh, bring up, somebody should be presenting tonight for Laura Baxter, so if they can come on up here. Please end, thank you. All right, so I'm gonna read the uh, email from Laura Baxter, <laughs> who's sad that she can't be here tonight. She says, I'll make this short and sweet. I wish I could be there with you all tonight. The tagline of the Heralds is celebrating shit disturbers since 1995. <laughs> well, the next Heraldee is the quintessential shit disturber, but with the most amazing hair. There are too many reasons to name why Patricia Wilson deserves this award, but I want to thank Pat for her presence, for being a constant source of love and acceptance, for being a safe space for me and so many others. Love, Laura Baxter. God damn it. So, I get this for years of having you all drunk. <laughs> Pretty well. I don't do theater, I rarely go to theater. <laughs> and it's simply because I've gotten most of you drunk all the time. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, as you can see, I don't know what the fuck to say, which is rare. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we're here with Jeff Ho, who is also one of our uh, 2017 Herald Award winners. So what do you think makes a great Heraldine? I don't know. And I think that's actually the answer, is that a Herald can really be given to anybody with any sort of commitment, dedication to the theater. One of the winners tonight was this famous bartender that we've all seen and have, you know. Patricia has gotten me Patricia, and exactly. now more occasions responsibly. Exactly. And so she's very much a part of our theater culture. And so, I don't know. I think a heraldy really is going to be chosen by their love, passion, and their presence in our community. Do you already have an idea about who you're going to choose next year? Not yet. My first thought was a cat of mine, but I don't think that's fine. I don't know. I would be in the giving a I was just thinking, like, how can we break the rules of these heralds? That was an excellent dupe. Okay, so last but not least, we have the house of Sarah Stanley. Oh, 
And there we go. And now a video from Marjorie Chan. Hi, I'm Marjorie Chan. I'm in Harold D. I'm part of the House of Stanley, which I'm quite proud and honored to be a part of. I was heralded by Nina Okins, who invited me to the Herald Awards on the pretense of accepting on behalf of Liana Brody and Giovanni C., who had just left Toronto and couldn't make it. So I prepared a speech. I worked on it with Liana back and forth, so she's also to blame for this. Um, and then I went to the ceremony to accept on behalf of my dear friends, and instead I was heralded myself. Um, it was a surprise, and I was very honored. Uh, it, something different to be recognized by your community, it, it really does mean something. And, and, you know, I think of it now, it's been you know, all of my adult life, I've been part of this community. So to have that recognition is fantastic. So congratulations to all the heraldies. Okay, if I can bring up Dejube Mendiela. <laughs> so the person I am welcoming into the house of Sarah Stanley is a playwright, an actor, a productive community supporting person, Having first worked with this person on the production of Who Knew Granny, a dub aria, I saw their quirks, their hard work and devotion, and saw them let go in a good way. Soar and rise with this ensemble team, with the actors, with the creative team, and it became one of my favorite shows. Adding producing to her hat, she is a prolific writer working in multiple genres, several wins at the Summerworks Festival, mountings of her play here in Canada and the States, winner of the Kale Chernin Award, and you can catch her back right here, I think this Sunday, performing a work that she co-wrote. I am delighted to give this herald, that herald, to Andrea Scott. my friend Sabrin Rock saying, I really don't think anybody in the industry truly likes me. Oh. So this is, this is my Sally Struthers moment. <laughs> you like me, you really do. Thank you so much and it's so great to do this here because I did a play here like in 1992 when I was just at a theater school so to be scene. Oh, and I love Sarah so much. Thank you so much. You guys are wonderful. Ah. Hi, so we're talking with Andrea Scott right now. Uh, Andrea Scott is one of the uh, the tonight's award winners. Uh, you can see she's holding her award for me right now, so I can see it's the house of Sarah Garten Stanley. Uh, uh, truly a noble, noble house. Um, Andrea, why, why do you think you won this Herald tonight? No, I mean... <laughs> it's okay, we don't know either. Oh, you don't know either? No, I think that's kind of part of it. I mean, the thing is, first of all, I love Sarah Stanley. I love her. And so to get this award is even more meaningful. And, I, and you know, Rebecca was saying, you know, everybody in this room experiences a little bit of imposter syndrome. And I never really thought I did until about a week ago. And then I was like, me, everyone tolerates me, and then this happened. I can't believe you have imposter syndrome. Me too. <laughs> and we're so good at what we do. This is an important message for women everywhere. And 
everywhere. Yeah. That two uh, incredibly talented women I'm, or who I'm sitting across from have both felt imposter syndrome, and it's, it's notable that they have both been called out for their, their skills uh, by people who are equally great. Were you really surprised? I was, I was surprised because I wrote to Jube and told her I wouldn't be able to come because I already had planned to go to my friend Rachel Blair's uh, reading at Factory Theatre. And so I wrote her and I was like, listen, I thought about the logistics. It starts at 7.30. The, the reading starts at 7.30. Yeah. Yeah. It's an hour and 20 minutes. That's at Factory. The thing is happening at Buddy's. Unless I bite like a maniac, I'm going to be late because it ends at 9. That explains why the run order was off. They changed the run order to make sure you're here. Uh, we, we got the run order in advance because, of course, we're doing the sham cast. <laughs> <laughs> sham cast. Sham cast. Sham, hashtag sham cast. Very clever because I remember I was like biking like I'm like this thing's gonna end at 9:30. I gotta get there. Lies. No independent theater oh. event has ever ended on time except for next year's Heralds. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Harold. Hang on, new Haroldies. Stay right here for a sec. Stay because, an announcement. Because we're we're quite. We're quite excited to now pass over the, the Herald honorary Awards, torch. the honorary torch of of planning, organizing, and <laughs> creating next year's Herald Awards. <laughs> yes. So one one quick thing, because for two years this hasn't happened, so we're volunteering you to make it happen this year. Can we just bring up the next slide? There's one house missing tonight. That is the house of Luther Hansraj. For two years this house has not had a Herald E. So I'm volunteering you to please uh, put your heads together and pick somebody to win it. You can look at the list of names and see sort of what spirit the house was in. It's all on the website. And of course, we'll pass you the Google Drive. You got this. Make a beautiful ceremony next year. We can't wait to attend it. Yeah. You are released. Yes. Woo. Okay. And so, and so with that, uh, we on the Herald Committee this year would like to thank all the, the community, the new inductees, the past inductees, the houses, Harold himself, and welcome you all to hang out with us tonight for a big old fancy dance party. Dance party! Woo! We're gonna clear the chairs and shake a tail. Yeah, thank you, good night. So I'm here with our incredibly lovely and wonderful host this evening, Rebecca King Kingsmill. Yes, um, Perry is the acting name, yes. Kingsmill is the life name. Perfect, Rebecca, Rebecca Perry slash Rebecca Kingsmill, who's here. Um, anyway, uh, Rebecca, how do you feel about this evening? I thought it went really well, went swimmingly, dare I say. Uh, it was so fun to induct a new year of Heraldies, including the wonderful Bellows that I'm speaking to. Um, the Heralds is all about having fun, all about enjoying yourself, and I think that spirit was very much here. Uh, it was also nice to take time to talk about some people that have passed away this year that were very important members of the community. Um, but also, it was super fun to just get up on stage with one of my best friends, Ben Blaze, and be absolute clowns and like pretend like it's Harry Potter and we're like the sorting hat and all that crazy bullshit we did. It was so fun. Uh, and to have my lovely husband play all the music and take the photographs. It, it was uh, it was very good time. Thank you for asking. You can say that again. And that was another presentation of The Bellows, the 2017 Herald's Shamcast, recorded on June 17th at Theatre Pass Marai in Toronto. 
The next episode of The Title Block will be another Bellows called Getting Started in Design. And then right after that, we'll have another designer interview, I swear. The music for this podcast is by Vern Good, with voiceover by Gabriel Cropley. Please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. It'll help get the word out about this podcast and for the history of theater design in Canada. You can follow us on Twitter at thetitleblockca and on facebook.com slash thetitleblockpodcast. You can send comments and requests by email to thetitleblock at gmail.com. You can also find us on uh, Stitcher and Google Play. And don't forget that if you like the show, please support us on patreon.com. I'm Michael Cruz, and I will see you next time on the Title Block.